This podcast contains explicit and graphic materials not suitable for all listeners. Details and topics discussed on wine, whiskey, and murder may be triggering, harmful, or traumatizing to some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Jim's thirsty. I'm thirsty. Let's get this picture rolling. <laughs> You're still too far away. Is that better? Yeah, but we're not doing ASMR. I was going to say, we do an ASMR. <laughs> 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 can't be any closer to it. <laughs> yes, closer. you can. Point it towards your mouth. Uh, testing. Ooh, it does make it different. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Amazingly, isn't it? All right. So, now. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Listen to your voice. What are we welcoming back to? You are listening to Wine, Wine. Whiskey, Whiskey, and Murder. murder. You guys are strange. I'm Adrian. (laughs) I'm Misty. I'm Mel. I'm Jim. Joe, you don't say shit yet. (laughs) That's why Jim usually sits here. Uh, So it's in order and he knows where he goes. Let's jump in my fucking spot. You've been here for 10 seconds. Now you know why I was pissed when you did it in my spot. It's fine. He's working on his first case. When he does his first case and we also say, and we're joined by Joel. No, you you let Joel say his name now. He's got his own mic. Fine. I'm Joel. Good job, Joel. We're proud of you. Yeah. He's mine. Hands off, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, before we get started today, we have some guests with us, Lauren and Alex. And Jim, do you want to talk about a little bit about how you invited these people that you found on the street? <laughs> uh, Lauren, just in talking somewhere, the podcast came up and she watches a lot of that crazy stuff, so... <laughs> Well, and she provided and us some wine. She did, her dad, her yeah. Dad's wine, yeah. Some delicious wine. Couple, probably half a dozen episodes ago now. Yeah, yeah. We was... drank those wine that night and got pretty trashed off the head. So. Yes, yes, we did. They were delicious. Delicious. I'm trying to, <laughs> I think we, you guys were going to come a couple weeks ago, but you did something. Has it gone out? Or... Yeah, we had dinner with my mother. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, dinner with mom. But um, I do love my mother-in-law, so. <laughs> Shout out. Yes. And she's going to provide us with the wine today, and she's going to yeah. tell us about it. So today we're drinking a Southern Knot Shiraz. It is from Hilton Head Island. Um, it is blackberry, boysenberry, and raspberry, mm. and a great table wine. Um, it is produced and bottled by... Murray L. Winery, incorporated in Clearwater, Florida, but it's exclusively for the Carolina Tasting Room in Hilton Head Island, and it's 12% ABV. Nice. So if you're familiar with Hilton Head, um, a little shopping center called Coligny Plaza, this is where you can purchase it at. And I think that you can order it online, but I'm not 100% sure. But it's our, it's always our favorite wine to go and get whenever we're down there. How much was Very it? Very nice. I don't remember. I think I spent like $50 and uh, broke one bottle. $25 of that went down the drain. Yeah. Um, don't ride your bike and drink. <laughs> Lesson learned, right? Yeah. Lesson learned. <laughs> We're gonna pass. Yeah. Here we go. 
And this is a cork top, so Joel can't say anything. Oh, hush. We have a lot of cork tops. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a bed. And I'm going to break the cork. There it goes. Oh. Oh. It broke. Jim, will, you, will you get it? Yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah. I'm not new to this. I have an electric wand opener at home. <laughs> Ours is always dead. So. We're working on it. It's almost, it's almost ready. Maybe. I keep this wine chilled, um, and to me, oh, yes. nice. right. to me, it tastes like cherry Kool Aid. Oh, down with that! Oh, oh, oh! I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all We're all night. rushing <laughs> to get our cherry Kool Aid. Yeah, we like adult cherry Kool-Aid. Um, I'm not used to putting a pour spout on my wine either because I'm ratchet and I drink it straight from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> we just, uh, sometimes we use the aerator, sometimes we don't. It just depends oh, on yeah. what this is called. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm ratchet. <laughs> the flavor and the, the, yeah, the aroma of it. Oh, well. Boasting. Mm. It smells good. You, you can buy those for uh, Scotch bottles too. Oh. The idea is to do the same thing with scotch. Right, yeah. You really want to get your fancy, fancy flavors yeah. out of it. Thank you. You're welcome. I think that's why we're missing all these butterscotch and chocolate <laughs> and notes because we're Probably. just drinking it like a bunch of damn Also, butter. is that, what is that? That? Yeah. Beer. beer. Oh, okay. Like, when you first came over here, it looked like some kind of cream liqueur. I was yeah. like, Joel's out today. Like, uh, it's just... Nick Ultra on the one that says light, and then there's a stout-ish. It's a brown ale. I don't even remember. It's from Flanagan Brothers. All right, ladies. Cheers. Thank you. I've been waiting to hear you say it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Oh, that's yummy. That is delicious. That is yummy. Yeah. I'm going to have to take a picture of that mm -hmm. bottle. And it... Oh, little my. sips, generally. Truly. Little cherry little, cooling. Yeah. Little sips. Delicious. Don't drink all her wine. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Don't drink all our Kool-Aid. That is Kool like Kool-Aid. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> really good. And that's a high APV for mm -hmm. tasting as smooth no, it's and good. As delicious it's very as good, it is. Yeah. yeah, I drink that for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's sweet. It is. It's yeah. not, not overly sweet, not dessert. No, no yeah. Like I don't drink sweet. reds, so that's like the only dark wine I drink. Yeah. Wow. It's, good. it's really good. It's delicious. Shocker. Yeah. All right. What is she doing? What are you guys drinking? All right. All right, all right. All right Either scoop right, closer right. to the table. Jesus. <laughs> it's, your, it's your voice. It's my voice. Your voice is so manly that it you have to project. Carry. Yes, yes. No. That's what it is. Yours is well, so much lower than the rest of us. Just see, if, yeah. mm -hmm. see if it can carry this. Pause this damn thing for a minute so we can figure out how to say this. Is it not Tola Bardine? Yeah, but I don't know. Tola Bardine? I mean, we call it the Frag. The Frag forever, and it's the Freud. Mm -hmm. so. Have at it, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is like from your people. Your people. Your people. <laughs> yeah. What people are we talking about? Scottish. The Scotch. I would say like Tulip Barney. Tulip Barney. Damn. Wow. See? Like I said. His people. To, we'll, we'll record you say a bunch of this other shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just pop it in. Just to make sure we I get it right. Hold on. 
Tullibardine. I'll be damned. Oh, Look at that. Yeah. I was going to call it Tullibardine. <laughs> He's got to put a spin on it. Tullibardine. All right. Tullibardine. Don't say Tull- it wrong. You'll keep Tullibar- saying it wrong. Tullibardine. <laughs> Tullibardine. Okay. Okay, well, we're going to use that in the podcast, Joe. So keep <laughs> yeah. that going. <laughs> American or British? What's American. American sound like? What you said first? Tullibardine. 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 That makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Tullibardine. Yeah, All right. So, what are we drinking? Joel. Tullibardine. Tullibardine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say this. This thank you is Tullibardine. It's a 15-year-old Highland Scotch. It's a single malt. And I got a box somewhere around here that my sister is going to read the fancy stuff because I can't. As some podcasts. But uh, it's about 70 bucks a bottle. Come with a really cool box. Let's see. A drop of pure Highland gold. So it's in the back, Melinda. I know. I was oh. waiting for you to stop talking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, Tullibardine has a long, majestic history dating back to the 15th century as a location for brewing brewing, and distilling. Located in Blackford, the gateway to the Scottish Highlands, it was here in 1488 that a young King James IV of Scotland stopped by on his return from his coronation at Scone Palace to make what was the first public purchase of the beer from the local brewery. In 1947, the brewery was converted to a whiskey distillery and named Tullibardine, which means Lookout Hill in Gaelic. After a long period of production, Tullibardine lay silent from 1994 to 2003 when it reopened as a traditional Highland working distillery. Our Tullivardine 15-year-old distilled after reopening of the distillery has been matured in first-fill bourbon casks in our traditional warehouses at the foot of Ocho Hills. Sorry if that's wrong. Uh, Under the watchful eye of our master distiller, this whiskey has now reached perfection. The Tullibardine 15-year-old's exceptional taste profile reveals delicate aromas of fruit and spices and reflects the outstanding quality and craftsmanship of our whiskeys. So King James, would that be like of the Bible? (laughs) (laughs) Not the basketball Um, player. I I don't know. No, could be a basketball player. It's neither, I don't know. That was the year 1400. The Bible was year zero, I think. No, but that's just the version. It was 1488. Is this one? Yeah. Yes. It been, I don't know what year. Bible was your this, year. That was fourteen eighty-eight. Jesus did not come three hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was AD. Well, well, some <laughs> religions <laughs> believe that. Well, there. When does the? <laughs> I have been watching Sister Wives. <laughs> <laughs> when does the Bible like stop? Like, because I know they go like BC then AD, but like when I mean, that's fourteen eighty-eight. Right. Yes, 1488. But uh, like what year? No, the Bible stopped oh. when people started actually writing shit down and they didn't have just one book 2024 AD. That's, That's where, where we're at. at. That's when he died. After his death. Yes. Huh? Huh? Thank That's you. what they believe. That he died 2024 years ago. Yeah. Oh, that Jesus Jesus died. died. Oh, okay. Yes. What are we talking about? Did we miss us? <laughs> she asked, <laughs> "When did the Bible stop?" Like, yes, when did they stop? Like, the when? Oh, of the like they, I don't know they how many years. Published it and then they it. left it at a certain oh. point after they started telling all these stories. So that's 1488. 
sure it was done and published. A long time ago. Correct. That's yes. the direction I was going. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were still I don't just... Know how we well, who, I don't know either. Who wrote the Bible? It was... Um, there were a lot there of people. The books the well, it was right. in the King James Version? Is well, that's, that's the version. version. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's also where they say the Bible that ends a lot at of... 164 BCE. Okay. I said it's a uh, collaboration of generations of stories and stuff that were stuck in a book. The passage then of somebody told from the creation after. to around 164 BCE, the but year that, of the rededication of the Second Temple, whatever that means. Well, then how does everybody know about the that's rest the, of it? That's the uh, first. That's the Old Testament. Okay, yes. I was gonna say. Well, then why? If you know all this, why are you making me look it up? Joel? <laughs> okay. Well, no, I, but you said BC, so that's BCE. before Christ. That's the, that's the Jewish version. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Before the common era. So he knows. Yeah. Don't don't test him. The Hebrew uh, Bible was completed about 100 CE. There you go. Is that the right one? I would think so. Yeah. Okay. The books of the New Testament were written in the first and second centuries of CE. See, Joel. You give him shit, but he brings a lot to this podcast. I gave him shit just once, just because I was frantically texting over here to try to figure out how to look this up, and uh-huh. he already knew the answer. Uh, wow. I didn't know the answer. All right, let's drink it, boys, okay. so we can get started with this crazy-ass story. This is how these podcasts turn into four hours. Yes. Yes. Well, ours has a cork, too. It well, does. Tundra it's wants Willow in. just sitting there. Uh, no, Tundra is. Yeah, here we go. Let's hear it. Mm-hmm. Yummy. What do you think, Joe? Oh, it smells delicious. It does smell good. Now, Alex does it. You don't drink a lot of whiskey, right? I do not, no. Okay, so we're going to have somebody here that doesn't really <laughs> like it. But it's good because not everybody, I don't like not everybody the, Not everybody likes everything. Yeah. So it's good to have another opinion. Oh, it's good. It's good. I think it matches the wine for I mean, they both sound like they're like candy. <laughs> Alex might have a different... Now, because it's your first one here, um, we have some that'll burn the entire time. I would say this is really good because there's a little bit of smoke. There's not a lot of smoke, no, but yeah. there's a little bit of smoke. It's tangy, and then it burns, and it goes away within two seconds. Where some of that stuff, it'll burn you it'll, for... as you're pissing it out, it still hurts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I think it's really good. Oh yeah, um, I'm happy with like... it. Oh yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it's that's it's not Lafroig. It's, it's just age fifteen. There's year very style. very little smoke. I guess I'll try because I don't think I shoot straight fireball. Uh, okay. Catch it. So like, what's that heat that you feel? Because I still feel from I feel like right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's the alcohol. That's the alcohol. Um, that's very mild. It's very <laughs> mild compared to some <laughs> of the stuff you drink. So if you're tasting the whiskey, do you need to let it sit on your tongue mm-hmm. and let it mm-hmm. kind of sit well, there in this water? Some of the stuff, this is not one, but some of the stuff is much more thick. This one, it doesn't have the mouthfeel oh, yeah. that the other ones, some of the others have. It's not real thick. Mouthfeel. Yeah. I nice. Well, some of the stuff is very, <laughs> like, it's just much thicker and oily, and this is not. This is... Because I mean, like, it's, the, like the initial taste when it hits the tongue. I like that. And then right. all the way down. Just but like, the burn. Yeah. yeah. Why don't yes, you take and it and then trace it with this? Because they do complement each other very well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do. They do. They do complement each other. I think it's it's very, very smooth. Yeah. Um, I would six, I mean, 60 bucks, 70 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Age 15 years. And 15 years. Yes. Insane. Other, other than the Lagavulin. That's the oldest six, we have. That's the second oldest we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Lagavulin 16, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Stuff You'll have to. Alex will have to try some of that before before we're all. Yeah. Bef- so we can get the the mild and the. 
Oh, he like needs, he needs kick like, you in the balls. Like, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Because I can let that sit on my tongue and it's perfectly fine, but then you go swallow and you get all that after. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it could be just where we've drank so much, we're both dying of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've drank. Whatever it is that, that it bothers. But. Yeah. Speaking of livers, folks, mm. we're back and we hope everyone had a safe and happy new year. <laughs> We all had a very good time with friends and family, and we sprinkled in just a taste of self-inflicted alcohol poisoning to bring in the new year just right. It was good times. So this one has been in the news a lot right now, and boy, it's a doozy. And if you've ever heard this story, if you've never heard it, then strap in, you're in for a wild ride. Mm-hmm. So... Um, We'll just start out, um, we'll just start from where everybody else heard the story. (laughs) Before June of 2015, everyone had thought that Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose were the sweetest, most innocent mother-daughter pair. Gypsy had a slew of illnesses and Dee Dee devoted her life to taking care of her daughter. Or so everyone was made to believe. I also have a slew of illnesses. <laughs> you do? You do. Yeah, you do. At least you don't have Munchausen by proxy though. You just have Munchausen. Maybe. You're just not yeah, doing it. Well, yeah. How do we know though? <clears throat> Joe, as soon as we leave, Joe, like, hey. Adrian, you're sick, you're sick, you're sick. Oh, my God. Like, take this pill. That's true. Like, oh. We just, and he just, the conversation the other night. Uh-huh. Did you take your medicine? <laughs> yes. He did. He did. Oh, He's making you sick. He has Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Joel. Like, the other day, I was, we were wanting to go do something, and Joel's like, hey, yeah, we're going to do something. But secretly, Joel didn't want to, and Joel's So he's like, let's Adrian. poison Adrian. Don't you feel bad? <laughs> Here, drink this. Gypsy Rose Blanchard pled guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Gypsy was released from prison on December 28, 2023, after serving eight years. Nicholas Godijohn was, uh, he pled guilty to first-degree murder and armed criminal action. He was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole plus bullshit. I have twenty five yeah. years. I, I hate this story hate for that reason alone. I told her the exact same thing the other night. Yep. Yeah. I said that's horseshit. The motive for and he's, the murder. He's challenged too. Yes. Glad she's out, but he, I'm very glad. But, but this yes. his situation is bullshit. It was bullshit. it was sad. She went through a lot, but I'm still she very did. bitter about the the rest of the stuff. And, and in comparison, the role that she played in it and got him to play in it, 
not mm-hmm. exactly super there's glad a, she's out right now and he's there forever. And he's that, yeah. that, that's the, um, it, there's a dichotomy in yeah. the situation. Yeah. We can get drunk and yell about it in an yes. hour. We'll let Missy finish. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I just, I, I was hoping you wouldn't get into that until later because it just makes me so mad. I know. I know. There's a lot of we feelings kind out of, there on social media right now about I it. just kind of went there because we all know, we know the story mm-hmm. and it's just one of those that um, we'll talk about more about who now that she's up? out. Yeah. Yes. This is, yes. Yeah, she brought it up to me at work. Lauren did, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you said you already heard about the yeah. getting out. Yeah. You'd heard, and I heard the story. I just didn't recognize the name. So, like, one thing that I say all the time is whenever we talk about true crime and we say we love a case, like, mm-hmm. we, we just like to learn about it. Yes. Right. Yeah. We absolutely hate what happened. Right. Of right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do stuff like this to bring awareness to what happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the case that we're going over today is favorites because mm-hmm. one I know about it two I've researched into it three I've been obsessed with it mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all have those cases yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um and when the act came out on Hulu we were avid watchers of the act which mm-hmm. is a different thing in her, itself I know Gypsy doesn't even want to talk nope. about it she, yep. mm-hmm. she said she will never watch it, it. yeah mm-hmm. um but it's just something that's the case. people in their psyche it's very interesting to very. see what drives people to do certain things and and how um how people yeah yeah and how yeah because she definitely fell through the cracks there were times that people could have helped her she's an extreme like gabriel hernandez is an extreme like there was plenty of opportunity for her to be to say something right for her to say something or somebody to recognize something's wrong yeah and that was one of gypsy rose's her biggest regrets is she never told her father because I mean, her father would have jerked her out of there quicker than her head would spin, you know. That's also like a child wanting their mother's blood. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And and she still and she still defends her mm-hmm. whenever people call her mother have asked her, you know, is your mother a monster? And she's she like, is. No, my mother is not a monster. She just had her own demons. So yeah. she still and she takes full responsibility. responsibility for her actions. She's not blaming it on anybody else. She did what she did and she owns it. Um, and most people will make excuses and, you know, well, I did it because, because she had said, well, I was addicted to painkillers when this happened. Um, to me, I saw that on TikTok literally last night and that was like something new that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And then when you that. think about it, when you're being drugged all the time, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're going to become addicted, especially. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because yeah. she's got cancer. What do they do when you have cancer? They they are going to relieve your pain, and so that's something that's easy that they throw at you to to take. And um and and she she admits that you know that she was she was abusing them that she was high on them um and and did what she did and and she, she acknowledges it. Else. She did not know she anything else. I mean, she was so sheltered, she knew nothing mm-hmm, else. Yeah. We'll, so we'll talk a little bit about that. that yeah, we'll talk about that. She's also four years sober, too. I yeah. She was able to get it inside. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The pain pain medicine. Hey, Jim. There are a lot. What the fuck, Jim? Just move the microphone I was leaning forward before, and it felt like I was getting intimate with the damn thing. If it's closer to you, you don't have to lean as far, sir. Louise. But you can sit here and watch. You're like half the volume of everybody Jimothy else. Gilmore. 
every time you step away from the microphone, I'm going to reprimand you like this, like you were Scott fucking Peterson. Do you know, um, do they have cell phones in prison? I mean, we can ask them. We do know. We, we know do they, know that know they, they smuggle them in. in. Yes, yes. Yeah. we, we know, know how they, they, they might have well, pills in prison. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but also well, in some movie. prisons they internet have like they internet access. They oh, can yeah. play video games, like federal online. prison. Yeah, like, like they that white collar prison shit. Like mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a rehab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So on June fourteenth, two thousand fifteen, sheriff's deputies in Greene County, Missouri, found the body of Claudine Dee Dee Blanchard. She was found face down in the bedroom of her house just outside Springfield. She was found lying on her bed in a pool of blood from stab wounds inflicted from several days earlier. The only thing that alerted police to a possible problem at the Blanchard residence uh, was a troubling Facebook post that was found on Dee Dee's Facebook page. The messages were very disturbing. One read, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud, lol. When they went into the home, there was no sign of the daughter, Gypsy Rose, who was 23 at the time. So everyone in the community was panicked since Gypsy had several chronic conditions, including leukemia, asthma, and muscular dystrophy, and who was believed to have the mental capacity of a 7-year-old due to brain damage as a result of her premature birth. They felt that since Gypsy Rose's wheelchair and medications were still in the house, that she might have been abducted. But the next day, police had found Gypsy Rose in Wisconsin, where she had traveled with her boyfriend, Nicholas Godijohn, whom she met online. When investigators announced that she was actually an adult and did not have any of the physical or mental health issues her mother had claimed she had, the public was outraged. Uh, because, you know, they had been led to believe that she was a disabled girl and, you know, she did. They got that house for free. She did. Yeah. Fuck Jimmy Carter. He's like the nicest guy ever. He built them a house and it was all Yeah. Habitat for Humanity. Make a Wish too. She did. Yeah. They flew her in a plane. I'm sure Misty has all that. We got to talk about that too. But yeah. They flew her everywhere. You know, Sorry, spoiler. It's okay. No, it's, it's fine. It's though. it's mm-hmm. hard. I mean, we all know the story, so it's right. easy to you know we just kind of get get in that headspace. But and then you know, as they further investigated, uh, they had found that some of the doctors who had examined Gypsy Rose had found no evidence of any of the claimed disorders. Uh, one physician had suspected that Dee Dee had exaggerated and fabricated or induced illnesses. Uh, due to trying to obtain sympathy uh, and attention. Dee Dee had changed her name after her family, who had suspected that she had poisoned her stepmother, had confronted her about how she treated Gypsy. I didn't know that. Yes. There's, there's it's a, a whole thing on that, too. too. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Um, but nonetheless, many people just accepted that her situation was true. They just believed her. Uh, and so the two benefited from those efforts, um, you know, by the charities like uh, Children's Mercy Hospital, Habitat for Humanity, 
uh, Ronald McDonald House and Make-A-Wish Foundation. These are all such great charities, too. They that are. do such great things they do. for and families somebody, in need. And they were abusing them. Yeah. Or not they. Dee Dee was abusing them. Yeah. So Dee Dee had been making her daughter pass herself off as younger and pretended to be disabled and made her pretend to be uh, disabled and chronically ill. Um, subjecting her to unnecessary surgeries and medications. Um, and she was controlling her through physical and psychological abuse. So let's kind of talk a little bit about Dee Dee's background in early life. Um, she was born Claudine Petrie, Petra, I believe, um, in Chack Bay, Louisiana, near uh, the Gulf Coast uh, in 1967. She grew up with her family near in nearby Golden Meadow, and she was one of five children of Claude Anthony Petrie Sr., Petra, sorry, and uh, Emma Louise Gisclair. Relatives recalled that she had a habit of stealing from her family, which they had speculated was a form of re- retaliation. I drank too much already. <laughs> a uh, long ways to go, babe. Yeah, I know. Relatives recalled that she had the habit of stealing from her family, which they speculated was a form of retaliation from when things didn't go her way. At some point in her early adult life, she worked as a nurse's aide, which is scary. Oh. Uh, the family expressed... Suspicion that in 1997 that she might have killed her own mother by denying her food. Oh. Yes. So when she was 24, now when Dee Dee was 24, she became pregnant by Rod Blanchard, who was then only 17 years old. They named their daughter Gypsy Rose because Dee Dee liked the name Gypsy and Rod was a fan of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> so Another detail that. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So shortly before Gypsy Rose's birth in July 1991, the couple had separated when Rod realized that they got ma- married for the wrong reasons. He had said that he had woke up on his 18th birthday and realized that he was not where he was supposed to be and that he was not in love with her. And Dee Dee continued to try to get get back with him, but he resisted those efforts. And so then she took their newborn daughter to live with her family. According to Rod, who remained involved in his daughter's life, he said by the time Gypsy was three months old that Dee Dee had convinced her that or was convinced that uh, Gypsy had sleep apnea. He said that she had told the the doctors that Gypsy would stop breathing frequently throughout the night. So then she began to take her to the hospital, uh, where repeated overnight stays with a sleep monitoring and other te- other tests found no condition. Um, there was no signs of any any issues whatsoever. She appeared perfectly healthy. And they will find that shit. And they will find that. that. Yeah, they will. So. So then, you know, that just continued to snowball because she just continually um, became convinced that Gypsy had a wide range of health issues, which she attributed to uh, an unspecified chromosomal disorder. She also claimed that Gypsy had muscular dystrophy, which made her use the walker. So Gypsy had said that when she was seven or eight years old, she was riding her grandfather's motorcycle. Uh, And then they were in 
involved in a minor accident where she had um, gotten a abrasion on her knee. So her mother said that the doctor had given her a wheelchair that she would need to use. So this is when she was forced to be in the wheelchair at all times. So that just came from just this minor little accident. Kind of a catalyst, There's no reason. Maybe. It was a, it was a good excuse. Right. Um so Gypsy often went with her parents to the Special Olympics and in 2001 when Dee Dee claimed Gypsy was 8. She was actually several years older at that point. Um, Gypsy was named the honorary queen of the crew of Mid-City. So she was like 10. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a child-oriented parade held during Mardi Gras in New Orleans. So it seems like that she stopped going to school around second grade, but sometimes uh, there have been reports that it was possibly as early as kindergarten. Um, so there are some conflicting reports around that. Uh, her mother homeschooled her after that, and this was supposedly because her illnesses were so severe that um, they they now believe that that was an attempt to isolate Gypsy further uh, oh, yeah. and to further abuse her. Um, yeah, the only homeschooling was you take this pill at this yes. time. Yeah, <laughs> this pill at this time. exactly. Because Gypsy, she she claims that she managed to learn to read on her own, and that was through reading Harry Potter books. She must that. have been yeah. so. I mean, she must be very intelligent yeah. because I mean, there are people that grow up in isolation. There are people that grow up in cults. There are like that would never figure this stuff out. Yeah. Or you like, I've seen some of the people from the Warren Jeffs community come out, and they are they don't have the wherewithal that Gypsy has and she figured things out. So I don't know. She just, she's always come across as a very intelligent person to me. Yeah. So another interesting tidbit was that uh, Gypsy's father, uh, he had remarried. So when he did, Dee Dee had moved in with her father and stepmother. Um, they later said that when preparing food for her stepmother, Dee Dee, had poisoned it with Roundup weed killer, and that had led to the stepmother's chronic illnesses during this period. And also during this time, Dee Dee had been arrested for several minor offenses, including writing bad checks. Um, But her family would regularly confront her about the treatment of Gypsy and express suspicion about her role in her stepmother's health. Dee Dee left with Gypsy, for New Orleans, you know, had to try to get another set of doctors and get away from her family because her family was thinking, something's going on here. But interesting, uh, when uh, Dee Dee moved out, her stepmother's health returned to normal shortly after. Because she, wow. she quit, mm-hmm. she quit, uh, quit poisoning her. So when she was in Slidell, she and Gypsy lived in public housing. They paid their bills with Rod's child support payments and public assistance that Dee Dee had been granted due to her daughter's supposed medical conditions. They saw various specialists, mostly at Tulane Medical Center in the Children's Hospital of New Orleans. Um, She was seeking treatment for illnesses Dee Dee claimed that she had, uh, which now included hearing and vision problems. While muscle biopsies found no sign of muscular dystrophy, Dee Dee insisted that a gypsy had it. Um, and she was successful in securing treatment for other purported issues. Uh, after the doctors told Gypsy, after 
she told, after Dee Dee had told the doctors that Gypsy had seizures every day, um, they finally just decided to prescribe anti-seizure medications. She had had several surgeries that were performed on her during this time, and Dee Dee regularly crazy. took Gypsy to the emergency room for minor ailments. What's crazy to me, and Misty and I talked about that, is that a doctor, Dr. I could carry my fucking arm in there, and he won't give me anything. I was about to say, you can't even get, no. like, a pill of Xanax. No. Dr. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great doctor. He's an actual good doctor. He's too good of a doctor, because I ask for shit constantly. I've you asked ask for, for shit you don't need. I've asked for hard-on pills. I've asked for everything. You <laughs> ask for shit you don't yeah. need. But he's like, do you need it? I, like, I didn't say I needed it. I, I want it. And I told, him, I told my doctor one time we were in there in the... Because he told me no to something. I said, no, listen, you are my employer or employee. I am going to give you money. You give me what I want. And he said, because. you can find another doctor, Jim. <laughs> oh, this is not how I like it. Well, but, and you know, Joel just recently finally got put on ADHD <clears throat> medication. We've been begging his doctor for something for years. He's 40 this year. I knew Joel needed it before I met you guys. Right. <laughs> And we've we've talked to his doctor for years. Yeah. So yeah. the fact well, that they pulled this—that's what Jesus. makes no sense to me. Uh, oh, yeah, but LGs. back to, to <laughs> this. I think, uh, and Misty, <laughs> Misty can correct me if, if I'm wrong here. I think it, it did get to the point once again where people were suspicious, and she had to. She does move again. Yeah, she yes. has to move, and, and then, doctors became but, suspicious. But the doctors yes. still okay. are giving. Well, see, here's her. no, no, no. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, and and. I wanted to be like, well, this was, you know, the 90s or whatever. Maybe things have gotten better with technology and this. I mean, because things have because there are well, paper trails well, now. Well, you can't, I will you can't say, doctor shop anymore like you used to. Yeah, but it's right. it's still not a perfect system. It's right. not. Because even, even just with Heath Ledger's death, yes. that was an accidental overdose where he had been working, going through different doctors yes. for different things. When there wasn't communication the on what medication mm-hmm. he was on. He takes it, mm. doesn't wake up. Right, right. I see a lot of the technology now, and the, which they probably didn't have then, like they have red flags. I mean, that was that, still 2008. Yeah, but red flags pop was up at the, at the CVS. It was better than no. 93. Yeah. Like they say, but you also, take this because yeah. of this. Right, but also if you go like to like an emergency room maybe and you're not presenting insurance, let's say, like that's not going to pop up immediately and doctors are prescribing stuff. and people It does like, now. Right. Oh, do you I worked. Okay. I worked in the Never ER. Mind. We could tell when somebody would go whenever it was uh, Wellmont. We could tell that they had just been to Mountain State oh. in India Path or, so yeah, what year or was had that? been to the medicine. Uh, 15 years ago. Before 2008 though, right? No. Seven. We, okay. Yeah, okay. Seven. Well, eight. that's why I was asking because oh, I know yeah, so many people but, on the state too, probably. Yeah. When yeah. I've heard these stories about, like, especially Joel's working on an opo- the opo- opioid epidemic episode mm-hmm. for us, um, but that was a way that people would skirt it. Was yes. They were hopping they from would. Like, ER to yeah, ER yeah. because they would, or just hit a doctor. pill mill. Well, yeah. Just go to just yeah. go well, and shockingly, they would two thousand twelve. They're looking for oxycodone or. Something and Dee Dee wasn't done either, as we no, 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 no. Doctors who were not ethical at their drugs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think 
I mean, at the basis of it, it's kind of like the law system. The medical system's not perfect yeah. either. No, it's true. Absolutely, it's not. She did use Katrina as a... And that's what we were... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what we were getting ready to talk about. Because, as Alex said, you know, Katrina had devastated the area in August 2005. And so that caused Dee Dee and Gypsy to have to leave their ruined apartment and go to a shelter in Covington that was set up for people with special needs. Dee uh, Dee said that Gypsy's medical records, including her birth certificate, had been destroyed in the flooding. And so this is where she was able to say, oh, great. she's younger. Mm-hmm. You know, she could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she was able to was because. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was like that's what she little, said. Yeah, well, that's what she said. Well. Yeah. Um, there was a doctor there from the Ozarks that had suggested that uh, that they relocate to her native Missouri. And the very next month, they were airlifted there. Imagine that. Special. (laughs) Yeah. Transportation. Yeah. Yeah. So, at first, Dee Dee and Gypsy had lived in a rented home in Aurora, and that was in southwestern Missouri. During their time there, Gypsy was honored by the Olay Foundation, which advocates for the rights of feeding to recipients recipients as its uh, 2007 child of the year and in 2008 Habitat from Humanity built them a small home with a wheelchair ramp and a hot tub as a part of a larger project on the north side of Springfield so you know the two had moved there Um, the single the story of the single mother with a severely disabled daughter forced to flee Katrina's devocation Devastation. Fuck me. You can do it. It's those two Bloody Marys. The story of a single mother with a severely disabled daughter forced to flee Katrina's devastation received considerable local media attention. And the community often pitched in to help the woman who now went by Claudine Blanchard. Claudinia. Excuse me. She went by Claudinia. The outpouring of support included many charitable contributions. In Louisiana, the mother and daughter had most availed themselves um, of occasional stays in the Ronald McDonald houses during medical appointments. In Missouri, they had received free flights to see doctors at Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City, free trips to Disney World, and backstage passes to Miranda Lambert concerts. Concerts where she was frequently photographed with Lambert via the Make-A-Wish. You know what else is sad is that legitimate people that needed this stuff were not getting it. Right. Just because she is slightly of a celebrity status Mm -hmm. now that she's getting a little this this treatment who didn't need it. Right. And there's some poor mother and dad got some sickly ass kid dying in front of them and they were denied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now Juicy is a Swifty. Yes, yeah, she is a Swifty. God bless her. Yeah, she <laughs> is a Swifty. Wow. Adrian, yeah. Adrian's just real team gypsy right now. <laughs> I mean, I was already, but yeah. that just helped it. <laughs> yeah, I pushed you over the edge, though. Mm-hmm. So, Red, so Rod Blanchard also continued to make uh, child support payments of $1,200 a month 
as well as sending Gypsy gifts and occasionally talking to her on the phone. Um, during one call, it was supposed, it was her 18th birthday, but he recalls that Dee Dee told him not to mention to their daughter her real age since she thinks she's 14. Yeah, she didn't know. Wow. Yeah. Dee Dee told him that it would upset her if she said anything, if he said anything about being 18. So Rod didn't. Yeah, he didn't want to, to upset his daughter and just just let it go. Hurricane Katrina was a gift for someone who wanted to make a new life in another state or to make their daughter four years younger than they really are. Uh, all records were gone, so this was a perfect opportunity for Dee Dee to prolong the ruse of her daughter's illness and all the perks that came with it. Uh, Rod and his second wife had hoped to get to Springfield for a visit, but for a variety of reasons, Dee Dee always changed the plans. Um, she told her neighbors in Springfield that Gypsy Rose's father was an abusive drug addict and an alcoholic who never came to terms with his daughter's health issues and that he never sent her any money. Poor guy, because he really seemed like he, did. he was trying. He does, yeah. he, he never missed a payment. And he always, he would try to go and see her. And whenever he would try to reach out to schedule something, they would, Dee Dee would say, sure. And then when it got close to time, then she ghosted him. Would wow. never, wouldn't return calls. Yeah. Or maybe that was a ruse too. Who yeah, knows? Right. <laughs> Honestly, I vote for that one. I'm going to go with you on that. Yeah. yeah. Do they not have some mind. kind of a... Arrangement, legal arrangement to guarantee. There it, should be. Yeah. I mean, um, usually you at least at least it's like weekends or certain. That's holidays. what I was saying. He's I also think in he a still. State yeah, he still didn't. He didn't. He was still in Louisiana. And I'd say most of us sitting around the table here remember the picture of the young woman sitting upright in her bed under a blanket and the headboard with pillows behind her. She holds a large doll in front of her, wearing a t-shirt, large glasses, and red baseball hat, cap, smiling broadly. You know, we all kind of have those different... Mm-hmm. You don't know, remember that picture? No, Joel is learning. This is not a financial true crime. Yeah. Joel is covering our financial <laughs> true crimes. <laughs> of course That's his yes. specialty. Yeah. <laughs> So the people who met Gypsy were charmed by her. She was five foot in height, nearly toothless, smile, large glasses, and a high childlike voice reinforced by the perception that she had all these health problems that her mother claimed she did. Uh, Dee Dee regularly shaved Gypsy's head to mimic the hairless appearance of a chemotherapy patient, alleged that um, and she told Gypsy that since her medication would eventually cause her hair to fall out, that it was best to go ahead and just shave it in advance. That bitch did. Gypsy wore wigs and hats to cover her baldness, and when they left the house, Dee Dee ox- often took an oxygen take and a feeding tube with them. Gypsy was fed uh, the children's liquid nutrition supplement Pediasure well into her 20s. Dee Dee used I wish physical. I had Pediasure. I was never given it. <laughs> that was for the well, rich kids. <laughs> it was probably donated to her. Yeah. You got mom's Kool Aid or mom's tea that was two and a half cups yeah. of sugar in it. Where the spoon is there any milk? <laughs> I got that no, and the ability The only to thing make that was wrong with this girl she is she needed glasses. Is, 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 is it restrict? Yes. Does it make her look skinnier? Does it make her look 
Well, I mean, she I mean, was pro- she was definitely not feeding her well. So, but right. it's a pediatrician sure it makes that. It worse gives you the nutrition that you but need, it, but it, it's right. not. So it's it's, it's yeah. It's yeah. it's not the uh, the amount of calories that you need regularly. And, and we'll talk about that later. That whenever they. Whenever she was arrested, she gained like 20 or 30 pounds yeah, pretty quickly. quickly. And, you know, most people lose weight when they go to jail. Yeah. She mm-hmm. gained it. And that was because her mother was pretty much starving her. Yeah. Sure. All she gave her was Pediasure. And pills. You know? wow. And pills. Yeah. 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 But Dee Dee also used physical abuse to control the gypsy. She was always holding her hand in the presence of others. And, and that was something that I had never noticed until... Kind of looking back on all so of that, when you out. look at it, I mean, she is always holding her hand. And uh, Gypsy said that when when she said something that suggested that maybe she wasn't genuinely sick or it seemed beyond her purported mental capacity, you know, she's only supposed to have the capacity of a seven or eight-year-old. Gypsy would recalled that her mother would squeeze her hand very tightly when the two were alone. Dee Dee struck her with an open hand. Or a coat hanger. So she was a lovely mommy dearest. Mommy dearest, yeah. yeah. Didn't they name one of those shows that too, right? Yeah. Something. But yeah. that wasn't. That was Joan Crawford. Yeah, it no, was Joan yeah, Crawford. they did one about her that was mommy something like that. I, I think they you, did. Mommy yeah. dead and dearest. Dead and dearest, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a documentary. Yeah. Okay. I knew. I read something about that. And even through all this time, medical inven- interventions continued. Dee Dee had some of Gypsy's salivary glands uh, treated with Botox and then That's extracted all together to control her purported drooling. Also heard when it comes to that, she actually numbed her gum. Yes, to make, her, to make her make her drool. Yep, wow. she did. She used... Like you said. Yeah, you know, the woman's actually smart. I mean, she very did, smart. Yeah, she's yeah. very smart. Yeah. She absolutely she's a, did. She's a horrible person. And that was. But that she, was. She wasn't. An idiot. You're on it because that was my <laughs> next. That was the next thing I was going to say. That gypsy, <laughs> gypsy did. She said that her mother induced her drooling by using topical anesthetics to numb her gums before going to doctor visits. So the lack of salivary glands coupled with the side effects of the anti-seizure medication she was given had caused Gypsy's already few teeth to decay to the point that the majority of her front teeth were extracted and replaced by a bridge. Tubes were implanted in her ears to control her myriad of ear infections. So there were people along the way. Bernardo Flatterstein pediatric neurologist who saw Gypsy in Springfield became suspicious of her muscular dystrophy diagnosis. He had ordered MRIs and blood tests which found no abnormalities and he told Dee Dee, he said, I don't see any reason why she doesn't walk. On a follow-up visit, um, he said, especially after he saw Gypsy stand and support her own weight, he noted that Dee Dee was not a good historian. Um, after contacting Gypsy's doctors in New Orleans, he learned that Gypsy's original muscle biopsy had come back negative, undermining Dee Dee's reported diagnosis of muscular dystrophy, as well as her claim that all of Gypsy's records had been destroyed by flooding. He suspected the possibility of Munchausen cysts. He suspected the possibility of Munchausen syndrome. <laughs> Shut up, asshole. <laughs> oh, you leave that he, in Yes. Yep. <laughs> he suspected the possibility of Munchausen syndrome by proxy. 
Dee Dee contrived to gain access to flatter. <laughs> That's such a weird name. <laughs> Dee Dee. Shit. Dee Dee contrived to gain access to Flatterstein's notes and subsequently stopped taking Gypsy to him. Uh, Flatterstein did not follow up by reporting Dee Dee to social services. Mm. So here's one of those. Another one of those fall through the cracks. Um, He had said that other doctors had told him to treat the pair with golden gloves and doubted that the authorities would have believed him anyway. In 2009, an anonymous caller had told police about Dee Dee's use of different names and birth dates for herself and her daughter and suggested that Gypsy was in better health than... They claimed officers who performed the resulting wellness check accepted Dee Dee's explanation that she used the misinformation to make it harder for her abusive ex-husband to find her in Gypsy. Without talking to Rod, they reported that Gypsy seemed generally mentally disabled and the file was closed. So here we go into Gypsy becoming a little more independent. Um, it seems that Dee Dee had at least one forged copy of Gypsy's birth certificate where she changed her birth date to 1995 to, bur- to bolster claims that she was still a teenager. But Gypsy had said later in an interview that for 14 years she was not sure of her real age. She said she sometimes also claimed that the original had been destroyed uh, in the post-Katrina flooding, um, but Dee Dee did have an actual copy of Gypsy's birth certificate with her real birth date. And she recalls seeing it during one of the hospital visits and she became confused. And when she asked her mother about the, um, the date, Dee Dee had told her that it was a misprint. So there she still believed that she was, was younger. Since 2001, Gypsy had attended science fiction and fantasy conventions, sometimes in costumes, since she could blend in with their diverse and inclusive communities in her wheelchair. At a 2011 event, she made what what might have been her first escape attempt that ended when her mother found her in a hotel with a man that she had met online. Again, Dee Dee produced paperwork giving Gypsy's false younger birth date and threatened to inform the police. Gypsy recalls that afterwards, Dee Dee smashed her computer with a hammer and threatened to do the same with her fingers if she ever tried to escape again. She also kept Gypsy leashed and handcuffed to her bed for two weeks after that. Dee Dee later told Gypsy that she had filed paperwork with the police claiming that Gypsy was mentally incompetent, leading Gypsy to believe that if she attempted to go for help to the police, that they would not believe her. It was sometimes, sometime around 2012 um, when Gypsy, who continued to use the internet after her mom had gone to bed... She had made contact online with Nicholas Godajon, a man around her age from Big Bend, Wisconsin. Uh, she had met him on a Christian singles website. Uh, Godajon had a criminal record for indecent exposure, 
and a history of mental illness, sometimes reported as disassociative identity disorder. And he was also said to have um, autism spectrum disorder. And I think I read somewhere that his IQ was like 82. So he was very close um, to the... um, to the line for incompetence. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2014, Gypsy had confided in the 20, in her 23-year-old neighbor, Aaliyah Woodmansee, who was aware that Gypsy was closer to her own age than she actually was. Um, and so um, Aaliyah had considered herself a, a big sister to Gypsy. Um, and that when she had confided in her that uh, her Gypsy and John were thinking about uh, eloping and they had already chosen names for several for their potential children that kind of alarmed her a little bit Gypsy who had five separate Facebook accounts and John flirted online their exchanges sometimes using BDSM elements which Gypsy had since claimed was more of something that he was interested in. Aaliyah tried to talk her out of, you know, eloping and and all of that, still thinking that Gypsy was too young and felt like that she was possibly being taken advantage of by a sexual predator. She considered Gypsy's plan just fantasies and dreams and that was not like it was anything that would really ever take place. Despite Dee Dee's efforts to prevent her from using the internet, which went far, went as far as destroying her daughter's phone and laptop, uh, Gypsy still managed to maintain contact with Aaliyah, who actually saved printouts of her posts until 2014. The next year, Gypsy arranged and also paid for go to John to meet her mother in Springfield. And this, this thing always blew my mind. Um, so her plan was for them to just casually bump into each other while she and Dee Dee were at the movie theater. Both of them were in costume and apparently struck up a relationship that way. And then later she would plan to introduce them. Why do they have five Facebook accounts? I mean, I she one, just did. And I get on it once a month, so I'm not a Facebook I'm, person. But well, five seems like irrationally high. She also had some with her mother. Yes. So mm-hmm. she also had some that were just hers. Hers. Her mother didn't I mean, know is this about. like a catfishing thing? Like where you can control the narrative of three different people? It was just her mother not knowing no. that she uh, had well, this is her these. Own protection. Di- well, she's just trying to hide. Uh, she's, yeah, mom. she doesn't want her mother to know. That she's got, I mean, they're not in her name by any means. Right, right. You know, she just right, okay. gives her an opportunity. Because the other end of that is, of course, like the catfishing, where you have two people. Two people this is not a, I don't think she was catfishing. No. Uh, I think she was okay. just an escape for her to yes. actually right. her Yes, okay. absolutely. So, yes, they had gone to the movie theater, both in costume, as Lauren said. They were as Cinderella and Prince Charming. So, uh, Gypsy was just planning on them uh, casually meeting uh, her mother. They just wanted to, you know, bump into each other and make it look like it was an organic thing. Not that she's been talking to him online for some time. So, as soon as they did meet in person for the first time, 
Godijon says that Gypsy had led him to the bathroom where the two had had sex. Uh, the two continue can the in two can they did they had to have some room so it was in the handicap stall really well, there's a handicap bar. As we were saying, there's a bar to hold on to. If you yeah. Listen, Joel, it's because she was in her wheelchair. Uh, again, I don't know. I have no clue what's going on. That's just my imagination. It doesn't take much. So the two had continued their internet interactions and began developing their plan to kill Dee Dee. This plan was concocted because Dee Dee had forbid Gypsy to ever be in contact with him again. And so... They were trying to figure out ways that they could continue to be together, and they thought, well, we can kill her. Um, Gypsy had also thought about trying to get pregnant, so then there they would have to, you know, she'd have to accept him, and, nah, and then that baby that. would have Munchausen's by proxy as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So make sacrifices. So <laughs> they did. They did decide that that was not. That was not the way to go. Let's just kill her. Obviously. (laughs) So, they made the plan. And in June 2015, Go to John had returned to Springfield, arriving while Gypsy and her mother were away at her doctor's appointment. And after they had returned home and Dee Dee had gone to sleep, he had snuck into the house. Gypsy let him in. And allegedly gave him uh, duct tape, gloves, and a knife with the understanding that he would use it to murder Dee Dee. And this was their second interaction yes. with each other. Yes. It's crazy. Oh Very second sure. time wow. they ever saw each other. In right. yep. person. Sex was the first time, right? Sex was the first time. So, I mean, Joel's really? like, I'd do it too. <laughs> this is progressing properly. Totally worth it. We're not. I mean, this is like a low bar here. Yep. Sex is the first time. Yeah. Murder, Murder the second time. time. Second time. Absolutely. It's a whole different set of bases. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It is. It is. Absolutely. So Gypsy had hid in the bathroom and covered her ears so that she would not hear her mother screaming, although she, she uh. does say that she did um, and that her mother called out for her. So, go to John had stabbed Dee Dee 17 times in the back while she was asleep. Well, she was asleep until he started mm-hmm. stabbing her, but had stabbed her 17 times. After the two had sex in Gypsy's room and took $4,000 in cash that Dee Dee had been keeping in the house, mostly from Rod's child support checks. Um, okay, they, now this is a financial, financial crime. Now I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. ready. So they took that money. and they, Sex and money, Joel. Joel's paying attention. Yep. So they took that money and they fled to a motel outside Springfield where they stayed for a few days while they were planning their next move. During that time, they were seen on security cameras at several stores. Gypsy said at that point she believed that they had gotten away with it. She has not been watching true crime. No, she hasn't. Well, plus she's been sheltered. Yeah, I know that was a joke. Yeah, bad joke. Did not land. Yeah, she was only allowed to watch Disney movies. Yeah, right. Yeah, she was very sheltered. The only crime that we have is Baby's mom. Right. Yeah, (laughs) and that is a crime. That is so awesome. (laughs) I wonder though how she even knew enough to think about having her killed. 
Maybe because she had access to the computer whenever she was asleep. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. She was smart, much more sophisticated so... than right. than her mother led her to believe she or wanted her to believe that she right. was. Um, the thing that that blew my mind too was is that they ended up mailing the murder weapons back to go to John's home in Wisconsin just to try to be, avoid being caught with it. Maybe mail but it then, somewhere else. Oh, yeah, maybe just <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. And then I mean, because they, they made that whole trek back. Yes, like, they, they did. They got on, ditched it yeah, anyway. they got on yeah. the bus and went back to uh, park, his home. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. could have found it while I was out jogging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It said that several witnesses had saw the pair on their way to the Greyhound station and noted that Gypsy wore a blonde wig and walked unassisted. So, how did they get caught? We talked about earlier the Facebook posts. This was when Gypsy had didn't want her mother to not be discovered. And she was worried that she would just kind of lay there and not uh, nobody would find her. So, that's why she decided to do the Facebook posts. Um, And so obviously when friends saw that these, uh, these posts were being made, they were very concerned. And so friends and neighbors tried to call several friends and neighbors went by the house. They knew that the two had often left for medical trips, but Dee Dee's car uh, was still in the driveway, so they thought that the medical trip was not likely. Dee Dee had perfect protective film on the windows that made it hard to see inside with low light, and so when no one answered the door, they gathered friends and called 911. When police arrived, they had to wait for a search warrant to be issued before they could enter, um, but they were, but they allowed one of the neighbors present to climb through a window where he saw that inside that the house was largely undisturbed and Gypsy's wheelchairs were still present. When the search warrant was issued, police entered the house and found Dee Dee's body. A GoFundMe was set up to pay for her funeral expenses and possibly Gypsy's. All who knew the Blanchards feared the worst, even... If Gypsy had not been harmed, they believed that she would be helpless without her wheelchair, medications, and support equipment like her oxygen and feeding tubes. Aaliyah Woodmansee, who was among those who gathered on the Blanchard Yard, told police that she knew about Gypsy and her secret boyfriend. Uh, she showed them the printouts that she had saved, which is wild. That is wild. That she saved all this stuff, which included his name. <laughs> so based on that information police asked facebook to trace the ip address for which the post uh, to Dee Dee's account had been made and it turned out to be from wisconsin the next day police agencies raided the go to john's big bend home go to john and gypsy surrendered and were taken into custody on charges of murder and family felony armed criminal action So the news that Gypsy was safe was greeted with relief in Springfield, where she and Go to John were soon extradited and held on $1 million bond. But in announcing the news, Greene County Sheriff Jim Arnett warned, things are not always as they appear. 
The media in Springfield soon reported the truth about Blanchard's lives, that Gypsy had never been sick and had always been able to walk, but her mother had made her pretend otherwise, using physical abuse to control her. Arnott urged people not to donate money to the family until investigators learned the extent of the fraud. So after the disclosure of how Dee Dee had treated Gypsy, sympathy for her as a victim of a violent murder rapidly shifted to her daughter as a long-term victim of child abuse. While the charge of first-degree murder can carry the death penalty under Missouri law and life without parole, County Prosecutor Dan Patterson announced that he would not seek would not seek it for either Gypsy or go to John. He called the case extraordinary and unusual. And after the attorney obtained her red- medical records from Louisiana, he secured a plea deal of second-degree murder for Gypsy. And as I said earlier, Gypsy was so undernourished at this point um, that during the first year when she was in jail, her lawyer said that she had gained uh, she had actually gained weight, uh, probably about 14 pounds. Uh, in contrast, like I said, most people typically lose weight in that situation. In July 2016, she accepted a plea bargain and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Go to John still faced the more severe charge because prosecutors contended that he initiated the murder plot and that he and Gypsy agreed that he was the one who killed Gypsy or who had killed Dee Dee. He was more severely prosecuted due to different personal circumstances. Uh, He was granted less sympathy and understanding due to lack of involvement in the abuse. So Gypsy's plea bargain agreement did not require, or did require him to... Gypsy's plea bargain agreement did require her to testify against him. In January 2017, his trial was postponed when prosecutors requested a second psychiatric exam. His lawyers contended that he had the intelligence quotient of 82 and is on the autism spectrum, suggesting that he had diminished capacity. He was initially waived his right to trial by jury, but changed his mind um, later that year. So he decided that he did want to go to trial. So they set the trial for November 2018. In their statement, prosecutors alleged that Goda John had deliberated for over a year before the crime. While the lawyers pointed to his autism and said that Gypsy had formulated the crime and their love-struck client had just done as he had asked. The next day, prosecutors showed jurors text message, sometimes sexually explicit, that Gypsy and Goda John had shared in the week before the murder, often using various personas. So they took pictures of, you know, wearing different things. You know, Gypsy had pictures of her wearing different wigs and, and all of that. They also had pictures of her with the knife that was used to commit the murder. In some texts, he asked for details about Dee Dee's room and sleeping habits. These were supplemented by video of his interview with the police after his arrest where he admitted to killing her. Gypsy had testified on the trial's third day. She said that while she indeed had had suggested to go to John that he kill Dee Dee to end her mother's abuse, 
she had also considered, as I said earlier, by getting pregnant in the hope that um, carrying his child, Didi would accept him. Along with the knife she gave go to John, she stole baby clothes from a Walmart during a shopping trip so she could go ahead with either plan. However, she said go to John never told her what he thought about the pregnancy plan. After four get after four days, the case went to the jury. Jurors had the option of finding go to John guilty of one of three murder charges, involuntary manslaughter, second-degree, or first-degree murder, and or the, not guilty of any of them. The jury decided. The jury decided. Wow, I didn't they, realize that. Yeah. <clears throat> they they deliberated for about two hours and returned the Which verdict. No. They go to John was found guilty of first-degree murder and armed criminal action. And were they aware of his... They were. Basically diminished it was capacity. All brought, it was all brought to it's, them. I mean, it, it is a question of did he intend i mean murder being charged with murder is did you intend to yeah, but you also it? have to take well they were saying that they planned it for a year because so yeah, yeah. i mean there I is mean, intent I, I, there, there again, and there's premeditation yeah mm-hmm. but he doesn't understand it the way that we understand it right is and, the problem and in my mind my 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 the, the entire thing is you're thinking yeah this is a, a mercy killing or whatever you want to call it of course he kills her to rescue her. Justified killing. Right. Um, there is such a thing as justifiable homicide. Except that he could have at any point gone to the police. But again, he could have just said, this is, his mental capacity this is what's it's going not, on. Yeah. I mean, there were so many different things. I mean, that if, if one person would have <gasps> spoke up. Fuck. <laughs> if one Damn person. Strange, just motherfucker. That hurt. If one Sorry. person would have spoke up. Then that would have probably made other people say, "Hey, you know this, or I know so this, this so or whatever." Yeah, he is charged with murder, yeah. and, and we are, I'm guessing, aghast or surprised that some jury. Aghast. I don't think. I don't think he should. I don't think he should be charged with lies. No. no, no, I don't know. Without the position, I mean, without she could have been arrested. Yeah, he could be free. Yeah. And that's the issue. He didn't speak up and say, he could have gone on ABC News probably and said. He could have, but once again, the problem is how much of this is he even fully understanding? That's, yeah, that's the big argument that I think we're trying to make here. Yeah. He didn't understand how to murder somebody and how to have sex with somebody. No, no, no. But honey, honey, it's not the same as like one of us understanding it who have like a normal IQ. Yes. And I think we've already. No disrespect to him at all. But I also think we've already mentioned how Gypsy somehow with the way she was brought up was Mm -hmm. very She seems very intelligent. Mm -hmm. And I think... And she's very well-spoken. Yes. Yes. But I think there's also probably a little bit of calculation in that because at the end of the day... She, you know, she got what she wanted, Mm -hmm. even though, of course, she should have not been in that position to begin with. Right. I don't deny that at all. Um, But at the same time, she gets off a lot better on this than he did. And that's the only issue that I take with Mm -hmm. it. I think either he should have gotten less or she should have gotten more or both. I definitely think he should have gotten less. That's kind of what I was leading to, though, is, uh, again, I I I don't know the characters in the story. She just told you. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, I get that, but I I don't know her. I don't know who she is. To me, I thought she would be the one that, fine, she gets off free, and he's the he's the one that can contact the police, whereas you're saying that she manipulated him to do her bidding for her to get her I think life. that he was in love with her, mm-hmm. and I think that with his 
it was mental capacity and where he was. She knows that his, his mental capacity, and she. But I think to too, keep, she was still she was still under her mother's right, right, right control at that point but in time. Because she, she had manipulated him just to say, just go on ABC, just or NBC, or go to anybody and just tell them what to say. You or go off she, on these super random fucking yeah. tangents <laughs> that make no sense. I understand to what we're where you're coming about. from. <laughs> I do, <laughs> but I think that is very. He was just convicted of first degree murder. He was. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. with life. Yeah. With life. Yeah. Could that have been avoided? Plus that's another 25 years so for the criminal that, So how is that avoided? Action. How in this situation? The jury had three options. They, they gave him the most severe option. Are they you did. listening? They did. They that's could the have. entire question is how yes. could the jury set in a, in a courtroom? Yeah, they no got idea. it wrong with Scott Peterson, too. No, we know they did. <laughs> oh, wait. No, wrong one. Wrong I was like, what Scott do you Scott fucking killed her. <laughs> so again, yes, this is the same yes, thing. Yes, Scott definitely killed her. Presentation, and you're saying that... It, they, they were presented <laughs> with all the evidence, and the jury decided... First degree murder. They, they could have. They he, could have done said, lesser charges, like they her. like mm-hmm. right. Gypsy had pled to a lesser charge, but right. they could she have, but they dead. didn't. She but, was. And yeah. You know what? She was a prisoner her whole life. She was. Yeah. Before any of this, so again, that's. I'm not mad at her sentence, but I'm mad at his. Mad yeah. At his. Right. Yeah, at the end of the day, no matter what, I'm mad at his. To backtrack like 15 minutes, I do want to know. Why did the police wait for a search warrant when there's like the whole like the whole goodwill or no is it welfare check? Because the they, law. But like, <laughs> if you call in a welfare check, they knock down the door. Well, I think if you go in there and then there's a crime, then you can't you can't necessarily gather all the evidence because then you, you know, run the risk of being admissible. It, it's mm-hmm. admissible. Yeah, um, you have if to. You cross don't your have to. Well, well, like yeah. So many times people call welfare checks. Like, hey, my grandma's not called in three days. That's kind of odd. Yeah, and they knock down the door. Well, sometimes well, see, it's just a right. That's like not a welfare a, check yes. where grandma could be, you know, laying they, somewhere right. in distress. This is. The they only reason they knew. were alerted oh, they was because knew. of the Facebook, Facebook post mm-hmm. that said right. she was dead oh, yes. okay. and that Gypsy was raped. Yes. So if you'll pay attention. We all envision what it said. said yes. Yes, Miss Steven. You're on Reddit. He oh. should have taken his ADHD medication. <laughs> that you worked so hard I to know. help him get. I told him, I said, tell your doctor it's affecting our marriage. <laughs> put you on the making you take stuff you don't need to. <laughs> I think we all know he needs. Yes. So, as we were saying, though, go to John did ask the judge, um, Judge David Jones, for leniency on the armed criminal action. Uh, He accepted the life without parole, whatever, but he was like, you know, can you be lenient on the second charge? And Which makes no sense because that would be that's a fucking simple ask. Mm-hmm. Regardless, he'd be getting life. Right. He is so absolutely. Yeah. So it was. Uh, I just think they were so hard on him. Yeah, and were. not as hard as her. And I, I get their extenuating circumstances regardless. And especially because yes. he had asked for leniency, and the minimum sentence on that charge is only three years. Saying that he had fallen blindly in love with Gypsy, but he was sentenced to 25 years. I'd have killed yeah. your mom after the first date, which is a good thing. And you so did obviously that's concurrent. Did she have Thank sex you, with you in a bathroom stall after the first date? Mom no. or Misty? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> are you dating my mother no. that I need to know about? Okay. But do we think that he got a greater charge because he's the one that carried it out? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. Well, of course he mm-hmm. did. But I don't... I just, Whereas he looking back at it, just it seems like it's awfully harsh. It is harsh. harsh, Yeah. Every every sentence can be appealed. So even though you've got the life sentence, you're saying take it easy. But the judge and he's done appeals, but nothing. But the judge knows that even though he has a life, at least with this one, I can guarantee twenty five because the the life one can be appealed. He may, he may walk free on that Hmm. and then be held for only three years. Well, again, it's it's. You make your decisions. You oh, yeah. decide the, where to roll the, the dice. He wanted to make sure it was the maximum amount. That's what he did. But he, he also did. has a criminal past. He too. Let's, no let's, let's right answer Melinda's question. Melinda's question was, it was indecent exposure. It absolutely uh, was. That was his previous mm-hmm. Was charge. there anything else? He went to a McDonald's, That's sat the there. I've done that. <laughs> For like hours and hours and hours. I've done that probably. And masturbated. That part not oh. so much. I yeah. thought we were just going with loitering for a no, second. No, but okay. No. That's no. what that's Was what... he out in there or is he in the bathroom doing it? No, he's sitting out in the lobby. Was <laughs> right. there a lot of people there? <laughs> But once well, again, apparently there was a person there that called the police. Yeah. So, so is that his only charge that we know of? That was the big one. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, he I'm not saying that. And that just goes to show you that he doesn't have the... I'm going to come over there and it smack you him. with something. Alex, wait! Alex said he was a McNutton everywhere. <laughs> But that just goes to show you that he does not have the best decision-making capacity. And on top of that, that's a normal that. person doesn't go and sit at McDonald's really? and masturbate for do hours. Do you? No. If you do, then we've got problems. No, no, I'm not saying no, that. that was bad. I'm, saying, I'm saying, I bet we could pull the, if you could search nationwide just records. Just type in Florida man masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. guarantee there is. Yeah, but he and was Jim on pops up. Salts, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sure. So, I mean, it's, you can't, yeah. Because but you're, either you're, way, my only thing was, there weren't that wasn't a, yeah, that wasn't a violent event. I mean, it was probably violent, you know, like, like he was mad at it. <laughs> hours. Like, was there a God. stopping point? Like, yeah. yeah. Or if you, was it, if you got to masturbate for hours, you're not doing it right. Well, I, <laughs> well that's fair because maybe well, he drunk. didn't know how. That's true. Yeah. I think a part of the problem. And how old was he? Does it say? 23. He was hard. Oh, no, no, when that the, happened. The, when he was. Oh, when he did that. I'm not, I'm not 100% okay. sure. 18, probably. He was younger. He was a couple he was years younger. He was charged with it. So. Yeah. Oh, true, yeah, true. He was a couple yeah, years yeah, younger, true. but. Um, yeah, I think, too, people with uh, have stuff like that, mental disabilities, like you're 23, but your mind isn't really. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. absolutely. His, he, his IQ was but, too. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alex just fits in way too well with these two. He fits in way too well with those two. Yeah, I like it. I like it. But anyway, it's not out of the realm of normal, is what I was thinking. Well, right. and it didn't seem like that was it was a nonviolent crime. But again, so how many times have you been caught masturbating in a McDonald's? None. Count the zero. None. I've never been caught. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely odd, but I think that goes to prove that his mental capacity 
for, yes. for repercussions of his actions yes. are low. Right. That's another reason it's bullshit been, that he was. Yeah. That should have been considered. Well, in, and and I'll, I'll tell you thing. that I think that a part of the reason why they were more harsh uh, on him was that um, whenever they had made a motion um, for a new trial, uh, his attorney had argued that the jury should not have been allowed to hear that Goda John had considered raping Dee Dee on the night of the murder and also argued that the state's psychologist should not have been allowed to testify while go to John's psychologist should have to establish that he had diminished capacity in denying the motion. He had conceded that the, to the appeals court. Um, and of course they didn't, they didn't care. So if they were allowed to say, Oh, he was going to rape Dee Dee after the, or during the murder or before the murder. I mean, that's another crime. And so they were looking at, okay, well. Do they have proof for that? That he was going to? I mean, they just have what was said. Yeah. I mean, he, he might have said it, that that was a part of the plan, but obviously he mean. didn't do it. Right, well, so. also, in what capacity was that? Because then mm-hmm. you have, like, the whole Brendan Dassey argument where... Yeah. You know, they quartered him and made him admit to things or he whatever. Didn't do. He had right. no fucking clue. Really. Exactly. Yeah. So is that mm-hmm. a leading question it could that have got been. him to say or the West oh, Memphis Three? Yes, they did that. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean could've. that happens all the time, right? So, so that was the trial. Community response: um, the Blanchard's neighbors were shocked to learn that Gypsy's illnesses were fabricated. They were just in disbelief. You know, at, at hearing that Gypsy had never been sick or disabled, like I said earlier, the only thing that that girl needed was eyeglasses. Yeah, I mean, that how was shocking it. shocking that is and how aggravating yeah. it is mm-hmm. for the people that donated. Yeah. And all the, yeah. Like we talked earlier. It's probably a miracle she wasn't more harmed oh, with everything that Dee Dee did to her with yeah. all the medications and stuff. Yeah, and, and people were just like, what have I been believing? How could I have been so stupid? I mean, they were just like, how did this happen? Right. And how has it happened for so or... long? Mm-hmm. Did you never know what goes on behind the scenes. You don't, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. My wife beats me. No, she <laughs> doesn't. I'm going to start. <laughs> and it's going to start tonight. Oh. Um, <laughs> he would like that, actually. Like He's yeah. weird. You he likes, can't he likes threaten him with stuff, stuff he likes, yeah. Misty. Yeah. Come on. Threaten me with a good time. <laughs> now, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I'm out and been out, so here we go. Uh, in a news conference, Arnett had said of the case, he had said, Springfield is a giving community. We surround people with love and finances that we believe that need it. However, a lot of times we are deceived, and I think that this is now so true in this case mm-hmm. at hand. Only one of the charities that had had helped the Blanchards spoke after the revelations. A spokesman for the Habitat for Humanity, he had said that we are just really deeply saddened by the whole situation. Dee Dee's family in Louisiana, who had confronted her about uh, treatment of Gypsy earlier, years before, they did not mourn her. Um, her father, stepfather, and nephew. I was literally just dumb. thinking, no, but I was like, <laughs> I know it's a murder case, but nobody missed this woman. No. Absolutely fire. not. It, have no. you all seen on, I saw it on TikTok, so like TikTok's my news feed. TikTok. Oh, yeah. 
for sure. It's better than saying they were talking about their, her ashes, and they were like just oh. down the toilet. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a hundred percent effect. Told me yep. about that today. Yeah, wow. that was coming up. Yeah. They didn't mourn her. Um, like I said, the the her her father step mother and nephew who first shared details about <laughs> Gypsy's actual health and her not needing the wheelchair said that Dee Dee's said that Dee Dee deserved her fate and that Gypsy had been punished as much as she needed to be. None of them would pay for the funeral. I mean, they were trying to get somebody and nobody would. So they just cremated her and they made her father, her father and stepmother took her ashes and they absolutely flushed them down the toilet. Wow. And I think that's like the dichotomy of that is what frustrates me because nobody missed this woman. I'm not saying murder is a good thing, anything like that. Some of them are. But at the same time, this guy gets life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gypsy's out and yep. what, what was it eight years eight, total eight, yeah. Right. Yeah. and I don't know it's just like it's it blows injustice. my mind it is injustice yeah. That's, like I'm not once again I'm not defending said, the murder but I'm also not defending not the murder. murder that bitch need to die yeah like it's a very weird situ- like nobody misses her somebody needed Gypsy to, is better off somebody need to save that poor she girl. needed she needed mental health she did yeah but she I did. also don't know if that was I feel like Gypsy was just trying to do what she had to do yeah. to save her own life because mm-hmm. this well, woman no, was had her as a prisoner. But she took somebody else with she her. She did. She yeah. She I'm could not have done that, that, that herself. Right. Yeah. Escaped. No, no, no. I'm not saying like at all. But that's why, yeah. I, as we've said, I don't think he should be no. serving life. I don't think he it's should just have very. That. It's a frustrating I mean, outcome. Was, it is. Yes. It was. It was more. Let's be honest. Her murder was more of a revenge than it was. The right thing to do. No. She did. Yeah. No. no, I agree. But because think no. she could have told her boyfriend, she don't again. kill her, just go tell everybody you crossed you are, the bus stop. You are... Why do you think that anybody would even bother to believe this? Because that's, that's when the, the, when the girl the gets up from question. the wheelchair and Jesus isn't standing right fucking next to her, <laughs> it'd be a miracle. Okay, this that, but you're missing the the part of the story is that Gypsy would have to have the guts to do that in front of her yeah, already abru- the abusive mother. You've been abused right. your entire life to no, somebody she had this been is, talking this, to this online is, for years. But again, it's it's the very. I mean, it's a very, it's a this is why you don't cover emotional stuff, it. Joel, because right, like you're just Joel has no emotion. He doesn't. <laughs> no, I agree, Joel. It's just I think it's hard for someone of my sense of normalcy to understand this in that realm. Yeah. Because yeah, but that's, that's the fine. thing is you have a different perspective. She had no other perspective. No. And right. everything that she's learning, she's doing completely independently. I just think Gypsy was smart enough to know what she was doing. I do she too. Was, I, I don't think anybody well, disagrees with that. The, 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 the question is, is at what point do you go so extreme? Did she at any point ever try to have a contact with the law enforcement? She tried to leave. Before it's not hard to call nine one one. But when she did leave, they had then already been she there. <laughs> had her mother right, right, abuse exactly. her, beat her, that, yeah. like, her to her. I bed. just feel like I need to raise my hand like I'm in class, <laughs> yeah, I so that. I can like instead of you all hear me. Yeah. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we think that she couldn't carry out the murder just because? As a child to a mom, you can't see yourself doing that to your own mother, regardless of if she abused her or not throughout her her life. Murder anyone. I'm sorry. If my mom did that to me, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that to my mom. My mom's my best friend. 
Yeah, and no, that's all. If Alex Wade was to do that to my mom, I would do that to him again. So. <laughs> that's what you would do because you didn't have it, so you would get your husband or boyfriend at the time to do it. I mean, yeah. I would have somebody else have to carry it out and like sit and hide and not have to listen to her. Right. Which is why Gypsy went in the bathroom, covered her ears, and tried not to hear it. It's because she couldn't go through with it. Yeah. But why couldn't she have gone through with contacting the authorities? Maybe she was scared. Also... Once again, didn't you already... Do you think that they're going to believe her? Yeah, but didn't people already show up at the house and then end up believing her story? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean... Once I mean, again, I don't. Dee Dee wasn't stupid. She was able to spin the story. Right. She was able to say what she needed to do. So, if for you know, you get a police officer out there, whoever, social like worker, she said, and right. police, she hits the right buttons. They're right. not going to think she anything told, differently. She, oh, no, Dee Dee told her that the police would not believe her because she has contacted them and that they know that she has a diminished mental capacity mm-hmm. so that they will not believe you no matter what you say. And if you've heard that and heard that and over heard that, and over yeah, and then over it again. is, then right, it well, is absolutely your reality. And on top of that, like a national thing. Right, like right. Everybody had already seen her in that light, yes. you know? Yeah. The, it, it took a literal murder for people to be like, oh, oh my God. shit, this is what's going on. Right, yeah. this is, you are entirely correct that the easy answer, the the, the quick answer, is just a murderer. She mm-hmm. got free in eight years in prison. Mm-hmm. She could have spent ten years in an investigation yeah. to be found out that her mother was doing that. Like, she would have had to record it, they would have given her a camera, and spent... God is many years in court. And just think if her mother was to find out what she would suffer at home. It is just an ethical experiment. It's not just physical, it's mental abuse did. She did try to kill her stepmother. So, I mean... Yeah. And you got to put this, I mean, you've all studied multiple cases of murder. How many times did the police fail to do their job properly? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Too many. Yeah. The second time. Too many. (laughs) Too many. Too many. Absolutely. But I grew also with a boyfriend. Every morning told me, hey, ditch your roses. I was like, what about her boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Like, nope. And I looked into that, and, like, it's part of her her parole where she can't even contact yep. him or right. anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. she said herself, I don't want to contact him. He made the decision himself. Yeah. Oh. And that's, I, and I think, that's once again. tired. Yeah, that must have been some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, that, like you were saying before, when he was like, you know, I'll take life, you know, get mm-hmm. away, you know, the, the whatever, the weapons charge, the yeah. 25 years or yeah. whatever. I mean, from everything that I had seen, and anybody else can correct me if I'm wrong, like, I don't think he was ever trying to get out of it. No. 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 And, and I think that's what frustrates me, too, because it's like, he did all this for whatever reason, you know, he was believing that you know he he had to be her savior mm-hmm. you know he, he was in love with her all yeah. this other he stuff was her yeah. yes. yes and then at the end of it he gets caught and he's not even like he doesn't blame her no mm-hmm. he doesn't he, he just takes he the doesn't. responsibility no. and he's like i'll take my life sentence yeah. i think even That's like why with I the, think he admitted to it and, well, and didn't care yeah even with the you know where you're talking about there was the option have a baby kill my mom like i don't think he could have even understood having a baby like mm-hmm. you know doing and all raising, of that yeah. yeah and so i i think 
that's why he never gave an answer to that because mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know what that means, right? You know, murder right. not something you can see in a video game or does on he, TV, does this right? Even know what murder is forever, right? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly, exactly. and because that's the argument. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely a point in your life where you realize the true meaning of like dying and that it means that you're gone forever or whatever because yeah. you don't realize that. I just think that at a certain be, age, that should be part of this. I think it should have been part of the. The sentencing it should have been taken into account of what he could comprehend yes absolutely yeah. we are all agreed yeah. on that i think and it kind of goes to um one of gypsy's quotes when she had done an interview uh with 2020 on january 4th 2018 she says i feel more free in prison than living with my mom yeah. because now i'm a, just allowed to be a normal woman she did get an education too. She did. Mm-hmm. She got her she GED, and and she was well, trying she was to not do. A dumb girl. I mean, no. she, she she learned to read on her own. Yeah. 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 So she served her sentence. She told a BuzzFeed reporter Michelle Dean um, that she had been able to research Munch, Munchausen syndrome. By, fuck. By proxy. Shut up. Say Munchausen syndrome by proxy three times fast. Don't don't do it. I can do it. Do it. Michelle Dean said that she had, she had told Michelle Dean that she had been able to research Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Um, It's now known as factitious disorder imposed on another. It's easier to say too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So she'd been able to research it on computers, and she said that her mother had every symptom. Gypsy said, "I think she would have." been the perfect mom for someone who was actually sick. <laughs> she said that she believed Edie's claim that she had cancer, even though she knew she could walk and eat solid food, leading to the regular head shavings. And she said she'd always hoped that doctors would see through the ruse, and she was frustrated that none of them did. You know, the, the Flasterstein uh, guy did, but... Didn't, didn't do anything about it. I don't think for even a Which? moment that she would have been a good mom for an actual sick person. No. Well, Gypsy, person Gypsy has, loves her mother. Yeah. Has and so much stuff going wrong. There's people out there right now that are struggling so hard. If you really have to deal with it, and it's not pretend, it's so much more stress. Mm-hmm. You have the actual stress of knowing your daughter's sick. Knowing mm-hmm. you're... This, faking it is not the same. And then um, going no. back... Yeah, go ahead. Go, sorry. Going back to her doctor that noticed it, isn't it his job, job to report? To report? <laughs> it is your job yeah. to report. Yeah, it absolutely is. Whatever, like, that's your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, when when Dean um, from BuzzFeed asked what made her want to escape her situation, Gypsy recalled the 2011 incident when she tried to leave at that science fiction convention. Because it made her wonder why she wasn't allowed to have friends that were her age. While she said that Go to John took her side in the murder, she accepts that she committed a crime and has to live with the consequences. Nonetheless, she said that she hopes to help other abused victims. Victims of Munchausen by proxy often avoid doctors and hospitals later in their lives because they have lingering trust issues. They also uh, can sometimes, according to documentarian Aaron Lee Carr, 
Gypsy seems to at times exhibit the same sociopathic manipulative behaviors as her mother, who was for much of her life her only role model. It said that she, they said that she has already, uh, she is already psychologically really compromised and that she's going to need a lot of family underpinning and support to, to get through things. They said also that she appears that she has post-traumatic stress disorder and that's likely going to be a continuing issue. And the doctor said that I hope they find someone wherever she chooses to settle who is willing to be supportive in psychotherapy. On June 27, 2022, Gypsy had married Ryan Scott Anderson. Ryan had sent Gypsy an email, and they began corresponding, and the rest is is to be written now. Apparently you know, since I just got fire D. <laughs> <laughs> Go girl! Yeah, she served eighty five percent of her sentence, and that was per state law. So there's a lot of back and forth with the medical community and pointing fingers and saying so and so should have figured should have reported this, and it's that person's fault or this person's fault but there was just a lot it is, a, it is it is easy to to monday morning right. I mean, to think about armchair it. quarterback how many times yeah. things got missed mm-hmm. so um Flasterstein, the pediatric neurologist who believed that gypsy was capable of walking on her own and wrote in his notes that he suspected munchausen by proxy said that it was only the second such possible case he had ever come across mm-hmm. He had learned of Dee Dee's murder later in 2015 when a former nurse emailed him the news story. And his first thought was, poor Gypsy. She had suffered all those years for no reason. But there are others then now that say, well, he could have done more. You know, I mean, he's, they said he is not the hero. Flasterstein is not the hero in the story. There isn't a he hero. should no. well and and his the criticism of his is that he should he had a gross misunderstanding of his obligations as a physician as well as the legal requirements to report suspected ne- neglect or abuse so feldman was like you know this is he should have said something he absolutely should have reported in his defense it says that he identified only 55 cases recently of the the odds are 0.4 percent out of every hundred thousand cases turn out to actually be much well but yes but you you're better it is it is but but any kind of abuse yeah yeah i mean we know now too because we've heard of this in the media and we've heard so much about this yeah so well also you're more aware right right well and he put in his record Mm-hmm. He put in his record. He included Munch- he Munchausen by proxy. So as soon as he included that, his it's critics say that he it is, right. and that critics say that he should have reported. He Purple had flag, he yeah. had the obligation to report if that was even suspected. Um, well, not defending him, but isn't that also the same guy that all of his colleagues were like, no, you got to treat them with golden gloves. Yeah, they was, did tell him that. that. And I'm just saying, how many times have you been at work and you're like, eh, I don't know about this. And then somebody is like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, obviously, while a former di- formal diagnosis of Munchausen uh, by proxy for Dee Dee is impossible, Feldman told uh, the Springfield News Not Leader. <laughs> I think it's evident. Uh, after Gypsy's guilty plea that he could confidently say that D.D. had it, it based on what he knew about the case. Um, he said Gypsy was infantilized and kept away from her peers. He said she was little more than a tool for D.D. to navigate through the world the way that she wanted to. He said it was unprecedented in the 24 years that he has been re- researching this disorder for an abused child to have killed an abusive parent as Gypsy did. So, that's the case. And we know that there have been all kinds of... You were talking about the HBO documentary, Mommy, Dead, and Dearest. Um, there have been... That was my introduction. Yeah, there have been number... There have been numerous television shows. Um, and... Um, She's coming out with a Lifetime. Lifetime docuseries. Yes. Um, the Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. The first episode was aired yesterday on one five so there's there's definitely uh, definitely we'll get to hear her story from that docuseries i think it's a six part so it's pretty um the mommy dearest one uh no no, the one that she did the lifetime docuseries the prison confessions of gypsy rose blanchard Jim Jim had uh, done a little bit of research and had put in here, which he thought was really interesting. Was interesting. Yeah. So it was, this is just a note he put in here. He said, while Rod had stated that he was completely unaware of parallels, because somebody had asked him that if he realized that there were parallels between his daughter and burlesque entertainer Gypsy Rose Lee. He had said that he wasn't aware, um, but journalists have covered the cases uh, that have covered the cases have noted the similarities. Um, Gypsy Rose Lee's mother also controlled her life, forced her to perform against her wishes, and maintained separate birth certificates that she would use whenever it was advantageous for her to do so. Just like Dee Dee did with uh, Gypsy. Crazy. So, uh, my sources are All That's Interesting, ABC News, Biography People, Today.com, but... Um, Murderpedia. Murderpedia. Probably. Probably. Wikipedia, it's always Wikipedia, a solid yeah. source. But the others, All That's is- Interesting is what Jim was looking at. I looked at all the other stuff. stuff. Love it. Have you seen it? All that's interesting. It's a great thing. I mean, they're great usually resource. very short, and then I have to. They, 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 I find something interesting on that. All that's interesting. And it, it and sends you down a rabbit hole. Rabbit mm-hmm. hole. There's so much new information. So I had to scroll to like page 12 to get something old. Because mm-hmm. everything yeah. is like September of 23, August of 23. Because everybody's December. been anticipating right. this and release. I was trying to find the actual, because everything else just had a snippet, because I guess most people knew about this case already. Not, of course, I had heard about it before. But to actually find old articles to, to reference from was quite difficult. It, yeah. You know, usually on Google, if it's not on the first three pages, I ain't looking for right. it. You know? But because there was so many articles and news articles uh, that were recent, it kind of clouded it, made it harder to find. But the case is infuriating. Oh, yeah. To see how much stuff was missed and all that. I can't remember where I first saw it. 
I don't either. I just feel like I've always known about yeah. it. I'm trying to think if this is the first one that made me even heard of the Munchausen syndrome. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what previously to that. Like, I feel like it was probably my first it was introduction. The one that stuck me into it, right? Yeah. That first introduction to it for sure. Like this is my first intro to true crime. Was like oh, wow. this really? case. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mine was Dahmer. <laughs> Snaps like. for Misty. Thank you. Thank you. And for not killing Jim, extra snaps. It takes a lot. It does. <laughs> I, I, I struggle daily. Adrian mom loves me. Mumsy. Mumsy you, loves you. <laughs> Mumsy loves you. You're going to make mom jealous. I love right. mom too. Just the fact that we didn't murder her. Guess. Well, my mother, record. my mother didn't medically abuse me my entire no, life. No, she is a saint. Yes, she is. Yeah. <laughs> As the dogs continue there. Well, they were good for better part of an hour because we put them yeah. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't want them breaking through. Yeah, glass. The glass. I just bought that door. It's all new. <laughs> Stay spooky, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that was my You'll tagline. never get to you. Until right. next time, kids. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Wine, Whiskey, and Murder. Our theme music is by Sam Schechter, and we release new episodes every Wednesday morning in honor of my baby girl, the most perfect little derpy dog, Wednesday, of course. Please be sure that you rate and review us on any and all platforms that you listen on. It really helps us to grow. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pocket Casts, Overcast, and Pandora. If you have any suggestions for future episodes or just helpful information, or you just want to interact with us, you can send us an email at winewhiskeymurderpodcast at gmail.com. Visit us and join our Facebook page at Wine, Whiskey, and Murder Podcast. And find us on TikTok, also at Wine, Whiskey, and Murder Pod. Lastly, we are an independently owned and operated podcast. So if you are enjoying the show and would like to help us grow more, you can become a Patreon subscriber for just $5 a month. Just go to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and search for our show under the name Wine, Whiskey, and Murder, and select Become a Patreon or Join to start your subscription. Thank you to everyone for your support.